0: Morning, Coach. Um, it is morning. <laughs> yeah. uh, was Cole Strange the top player on your board there at pick number twenty-nine? Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like that was a good. Um, you know, I think that guy fits well. Uh, Cole fits well into our our team and our system, and um, you know, obviously, I think he's a good player. Next question, Alan Siegel, followed by Mike Reese. And good morning Bill, yeah. um, how much was Cole on your radar while he played at Chattanooga and by all accounts he had an exceptional week at the Senior Bowl. Is this what raised his stock and really opened your eyes in terms of making him your pick? Um, yeah. Again it's a, a composite of work um, you know with any player so whatever Opportunities you have to evaluate them um, you evaluate them and so senior bowl was part of it um that you know, was definitely a, a move up competitively but you know, I played a couple of s e c teams and um his workout was pretty you know was pretty good uh as well he you know, was a pretty athletic guy with good size and smart so he you know he he does a lot of things. Um, has a lot of good tools to work with. You know, he's got a long way to go, like every player does. Comes into the NFL, but you know, look forward to working with him. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, you're welcome. Next question, Mike Reese, followed by Mark Daniels. Hey, Bill, how you doing? Uh good. Good. Um, how, how, can you explain how the trade went down? Is that something that came up on the clock, and, and how much consideration was there at 21 to just stay in there and? Maybe taking the guy that the Chiefs came up for, McDuffie. Uh, yeah, I mean, there was there were a couple options there. Um, you yeah, know, we did what we felt like was best and made the best decision that we uh, felt like we made the best decision we could. So that's what we did. Next question mark Daniels, followed by Greg Bedard. Hey Bill, was Cole in consideration when you were picking at twenty-one, and what separated him from the other guys on the board? You know, down there at twenty-nine. Uh, yeah. Well, if we had, yeah, if we had stayed at twenty-one, then we would have um, obviously picked somebody, um, and probably a good chance it would have been him. I don't know. We didn't. You know, we there were several teams that we talked to prior to. Uh, when we made the trade, there were some other, you know, other conversations going on there. But ultimately, that's, you know, that's the one we chose. So um, I'm glad Cole was there when we picked. And um, as I said, I feel like we made the made the best decision that we could uh, at 21. Next question, Greg Bedard, followed by Matthew Fairburn. Hey, Bill, um, obviously you guys have an opening at guard um, right now, but can you tell us about your evaluation as far as strange on, do you think there's a chance that center might be his best uh, long-term position, or do you think he's just a guard for you? Yeah, uh, we'll see. He's played all all the positions on the offensive line, so um, we'll see. Um, I'm not sure. One one quick follow-up, Bill. Did you have, did you have, a belief that if you waited until your next pick, that Strange would be gone, or did you just have conviction on the player? Uh, yeah, he he uh, he wouldn't last them much longer. Thanks. All right. Next question, Matthew Fairburn, followed by Ian Steele. Hi, Bill. Um, do you have any consideration to moving down again when you were there at 29? Uh, you know, there there are usually options when we when we're on the clock. Um, so, did we have them? Um, maybe. You know, I'm not sure. You know how far we would have. Uh, you know, it, it maybe it's hard to say. We we didn't really get to that point. Um, you know, there again, a lot of times teams call and and if you if you open the the conversation, then they go further. And if you don't, then then they don't. You know, and you make your pick. So. And what stands out about Cole as a as a run blocker when you watched him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, he's he's long, he's athletic, um, he's you know he's physically tough, he's an aggressive player. Um, I don't think he has a good combination of skills, run and pass, um, movement, length, strength. Again, all of which will I think hopefully get better, like they hopefully will with any player. Coming from college to to the National Football League, but I think he has a good, you know, good skill set, and, uh, and he's a smart, smart player that, you know, makes a lot of good, good decisions on the interior line there, timing when to come off and combo blocks, things like that. So, uh, but you know, it's, as always, it'll be, you know, good to work with the player, but you know, there's a lot he has a lot to learn and a lot to do thanks you're welcome next question Ian Steele followed by Chris Mason hey Bill thanks for taking the time yeah sure good morning um, <laughs> good morning to you uh, what makes Cole Strange a first round talent in your evaluation yeah all the things I just talked about is there anything in your evaluation leading up to the draft that, that really stood out to you Again, I think he has a good a good combination of of skills and ability. Um, He played well. He played well against good competition um, at Chattanooga, both in their conference and you know when they played up. Uh, And and I thought he played well against the competition at the Senior Bowl. So again, he's a, a smart player that's played multiple positions. We'll see how it goes, but I think he can you know handle um well we'll see exactly how it turns out here but i think he has an opportunity to you know be competitive at a couple different things and but we'll see how it goes Good. thank you bill yeah you're welcome our next question chris Mason, followed by andrew callahan morning bill hey chris um so i was reading a couple scouting reports and they both pointed out that he seems to be, Cole Strand, seems to be a really aggressive player. Is that something that stood out to you on film? And if so, how much is that a trait that you value in interior offensive linemen? Yeah, I think, you you know, you always want those guys on the line of scrimmage to be aggressive. You don't, you don't want to, you know, the passive is probably not the adjective that we want to describe offensive and defensive linemen with. Um... But, yeah, no, I think he has a good play style and, um, and as I said, a good skill set. You know, like any player, has got a long way to go, a lot of things to work on, and and we'll start working with him on those things. But, you know, I look forward to it. Did that seem to be something that he kind of relished or came naturally to him? Because, you know, I've seen the single bar face fast, the no gloves, you know, it, it seems like he's someone that just kind of wants to get his hands dirty in there. Yeah, I, I don't think the... Equipment and all that's that big of a factor for me, but the play style and, and, um, you know, getting the, you know, offensive linemen have a chance to, you know, finish blocks, you know, clean the pocket help the runner downfield, things like that. Yeah, those are good qualities for an offensive lineman to have. Thanks, Bill. Yep, you're welcome. And uh, two final questions, Andrew Callahan and Mike Reese. Hey Bill, I just wanted to go back a little bit. I know obviously you took um, Logan in the first round back in 2005, but you know over the last 10 years you've invested the least amount of draft capital into interior offensive linemen than any other position on the roster. What made Cole Strange, you know, the exception to that kind of pattern of the last 10, 12 years? Yeah, again, Andrew, you know, every draft is different and the way it unfolds so obviously it's a a a new set of players every year and and a new combination of um, position and you know circumstances around you based on what other teams do so I I don't really like to compare drafts to each other because they're all unique they're all different Um, Again, as I said, I feel like you know, we, we did what was best for the football team um, with the opportunities that we had today. And we'll try to do the same thing tomorrow and Saturday and, and post-draft and you know, try, to, try to make the most of each opportunity that we have. Is it fair to say that open vacancy from the starting lineup a year ago at guard was a major factor in selecting Cole here? you know no not not really I, I don't think you i don't think we ever you know intentionally go into the draft trying to say well we have to get this position or that position um sometimes it works out that way um which it did last year and and it did this year but that wasn't like there weren't other positions and other players that we would have considered um you know the the board was so the players came off the board pretty much like we thought they would um for the most part and you know that's again felt like we made the best um option that we had we took the best option that we had um whether it was a 21 or 20 29 whatever it ended up being 29 at those two points we felt like we you know made the best choice that we could. Thanks. Yep, you're welcome. And the last question, Mike Reese. Um, Bill, as you look ahead, I think there's 10 picks you guys still have between the second and seventh rounds. How would you sort of assess the opportunities for the team, and how do they sort of marry up with how you view the the overall draft? Yeah, well, I think that's um, – You know, we're gonna have a lot of time tomorrow to reset the board and kind of take a look at just the question you asked. And um, you know, rather than try to answer it now, really our focus was more on the first 32 picks and and um, you know how we saw that shaping up and kind of what the teams, uh, even though there was quite a bit of movement, but going into it, we tried to you know have an awareness of what some of the teams around us were doing, but. You know, there were a number of trades, there were a couple of player-for-player trades, which is kind of unusual uh, to see. Um, so, you know, things, you know, that deck kind of got shuffled a little bit there. Um, so, it's uh, you know, I really, rather than, you know, guess at an answer here, um, we'll go back tomorrow, we'll restack our board, uh, just like we did, you know, a few hours ago going into the first round. Um, we'll take a look at the projected draft order and so forth and who's around us. as you said, we have a number of picks, so we probably have some flexibility with what we could do um, over the next two days um, different than what we had a few hours ago going into the draft and try to you know see what our options are. I'm sure we'll you know hear from from other teams or have some type of communication with other teams and Maybe that factors into what we do, or or maybe it doesn't. Um, we'll have to wait and see what what that is and you know how it presents itself. So, so the question you're asking is the same one I'm asking, and um, we'll we'll get to work on that tomorrow and try to and try to figure figure that out. But you're right, the number of picks and and um, you know the depth in the draft that that we have currently in the third, fourth, you know, in these kind of mid rounds. Um, you know, we'll have to take a look at that and see, okay, what what do we think we can we can do with that and you know, would we be in rather be in a different position than we're in or do we like where we're at and so forth. And maybe somebody'll come to us with something to consider, um, one way or the other, moving up, moving down. So we'll just have to Sure, we'll know a lot more tomorrow once things get rolling, but we need to reset the board and, and you know, kind of re-strategize um, like we did today, and then we'll do the same thing after tomorrow's draft. We'll reset the board for Saturday and, and you know see what, see what that looks like. So yep, that's, that's the plan for tomorrow.